0: The Biden administration has scrapped a plan to give crack pipes to drug addicts. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. This is beyond all human comprehension. Yes, Biden was going to give crack pipes, pipes to help drug addicts smoke crack and smoke meth. And they scrapped it because Republicans actually found out about this. All right, that's coming up. Stacey Abrams. This is unbelievable. The disgraceful picture that Stacey Abrams took with a bunch of cho- school children. Every child is wearing a mask. Stacey Abrams is sitting there maskless. Um, unbelievable. We will get to the latest on COVID as the Democrats are finally ending mandates. Now, why is that? Is that because the science changed? No, actually, the science has not changed at all. So why are the Democrats' policies suddenly changing? But Biden, they're catching up to the science, which we've all known about for at least a year. Biden was going to give free equipment to druggies to help them do drugs, smoke crack and meth, free drug kits, compliments of you and me, the taxpayers. I mean, this is not a joke. It's its like if I put this in a fiction novel, people would literally laugh at how unrealistic and how silly and how absurd this is. But it's our reality here with socialism that's run by Biden. The book would never sell if I wrote this in a book. But modern-day socialism, let's pay for drug addicts' equipment. Listen to this clip of Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas, Republican. We got two words for America today. Crack pipes. <laughs> crack pipes, not crack pots. Did any of us ever think, sitting in our senior year in high school at our government class, that we'd be part of a nation where its government gives crack pipes out as, as a tool to uh, and just a permissive society. I don't think any of us would have ever thought that our socialistic government would do something like that. As I finished up some town halls this past weekend, 15 town halls, I can tell you I've never seen Americans so upset. I've never seen so much fervor. I thought Joe Biden had bottomed out at the end of last year, but I'm telling you, he's still searching for the bottom. Of his popularity right now. Yes, yeah, so he is flabbergasted like the rest of us. I mean, they, they were supposed to be like safer pipes. They, they, this was like a healthier way for drug addicts to smoke crack. I mean, this is like a Biden healthcare program. Let's give out free pipes to people so that they can do drugs in a healthier way. And why did they cancel the plan? Not because it is the absolute worst, most insane, absurd plan ever, but because they were caught. That's the only reason. Like, hey, I have an idea. Let's give safer guns to gang members. Let's go find gang members and illegal migrants who want to shoot people. And let's give them safer guns. I mean, uh, maybe we should just give them the drugs. Why are you giving them the kit but not giving them the drugs? Maybe Pfizer, after they're done with the COVID vaccine, can manufacture coke and meth and just dole it out to low-income, to to, to ex-cons and to Democrat voters and to illegals. And by the way, why are the Democrats doing this? Or why would they be doing this if they hadn't been caught? Because they want to encourage drug use. It's so clear, isn't it? Because it keeps them in power. The more that there are drug users, the more that there are low-income people, needy people, people who are not self-sufficient, the more that the government is helping to, to to encourage this kind of behavior, the more Democrats stay in power, as we've always told you with welfare programs. Stacey Abrams, of course, from Georgia, she posed for this picture it's it's egregious i mean it, 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 it your heart breaks you look at this these kids in the classroom and it's like covid is not dangerous for kids 99.9% of the time Kids are really not impacted negatively by COVID, as we know. Omicron in general is much more mild, but certainly for children. The data shows that the classroom is actually one of the safest places. So the mask mandates on the kids in classrooms, they're finally starting to be lifted. But it, it really, really, really is... Uncalled for in almost every scenario. You have these adorable kids in the picture, and they're wearing masks, and they're like, I think they're smiling behind the mask. These kids, they look like they're kind of holding that, like they're kind of like you know, keeping up, like 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 a strong front. You know what I'm saying? Even though they're being forced to wear masks, and then Stacey Abrams sitting there smiling, no mask. Here you have another Democrat. We've told you about Gavin Newsom, Garcetti, Nancy Pelosi. I mean, the list goes on and on. There are so many Democrats who force us to wear masks and then they break the rules and don't wear the masks themselves until they get caught. And it's like yet another Democrat. It's unbelievable. What was she thinking? What was she? Let, let's even put aside the fact that like Democrats, they really do this. They really force little kids to wear masks and then they go around. But how about the optics? Wouldn't you think that it will occur to her that like the optics here are so bad? And here's the answer. The answer is that Democrats like Stacey Abrams and many others, they're so full of themselves their egos uh, they have an ego you know an ego literally like the size of the milky way galaxy these elitists so like they really believe they they are so so far immersed in their own uh you know self righteousness that they believe they're exempt from the rules it's like only the little people have to follow the rules we don't little like literally, literally the little people because it's kids but i don't mean that i mean like the little people like all of us, you know, so uh the the deplorables, as Hillary would call us. So, like, it doesn't even occur to Stacey Abrams not to take the picture because she's in this, like, giant ego bubble where in her mind, well, of course, I'm not going to wear the mask, but the kids are going to wear the mask. And, like, well, how's that going to look? It doesn't even dawn on her. And Abrams, of course, dismissed the criticism of this picture, even though it's gotten, you know, she's gotten a lot, a lot, a lot of backlash you know, from all sides, because this is go, she's gonna now be the poster boy, the poster girl for the November midterm elections, is you're gonna have Republicans plastering this picture everywhere. I don't mean just in Georgia. This is gonna be like symbolic of the Democrat party, is you kids wear the mask, but the Democrat politician doesn't have to wear the mask. So she admitted it was a mistake, but like you, she, she still doesn't get it. She admitted that taking the picture was a mistake. That's what she said. She called it silly, number one. She said, oh, all this criticism is silly. And then, but she did realize that it's a mistake. Give her credit. But what's the mistake? She said taking the picture was a mistake. Standing, sitting there in the classroom, all these poor kids are wearing the mask, but you take off the mask, no problem. That doesn't occur to her how like disgraceful that is. But it's like, well, but I let it be taken as a picture, so now everybody could see it, and I can get in trouble, and so it's you know posted all over social media. That's the part that's a mistake. That wasn't the mistake. The mistake is the policy. The mistake is the behavior. Um, And and I need to make this point. Somebody earlier today made this point, and it's very important, is that, you know, Biden is such a failure on COVID. And again, look, you know, it's winding down. We have now all the data about the lockdowns being completely ineffective and, in fact, very harmful. We now know that the masks, for the most part, don't work, at least the masks that the Democrats are telling you to wear and forcing you to wear very often don't even work. And probably give you a full sense of security. But here's the thing is Biden is such a failure. As I always say, more deaths under Biden for, you know, from COVID than under Trump, even though Biden has the vaccine. Biden gets a pass. Nobody's blaming him for that. Under Trump, all we heard was about the devastating, you know, COVID pandemic. But under Biden, that's not a story. But here's the other point is that. A warp speed trump was trump's responsible for operation warp speed operation warp speed, of course, the vaccines it would have taken four to five years to manufacture under Biden or Hillary or anybody else, probably many Republicans also, but under Trump, Trump made sure to incentivize the pharmaceuticals. well, the point was made. There's a major shortage of uh, of COVID tests. There's a major shortage of monoclonal antibodies. At least the one. There's only one real monoclonal antibody, which monoclonal antibodies are phenomenally effective, and they were with the Delta variant, but 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 with uh, Omicron, you need a certain type. So there's been a huge sore shortage of treatments, of therapeutics, a huge shortage of the monoclonal, huge shortage of tests. And why is that? Because Biden is totally inept. Fauci is totally inept. Walensky at the CDC is totally—these people, they're beyond incompetent. They're beyond corrupt. And, and and more than that, there was no warp speed. I thought this was a great point: is that Biden could have used warp speed for monoclonal antibodies. There's a major shortage, and they li- they literally don't have enough. And and that's something Biden can control. Masks they don't do anything, but monoclonal antibodies and a lot of the therapeutics. And now you have Pfizer has a new drug which is proven to be effective. Uh, to treat COVID and there's a sure, you know, they don't have enough of that to go around. So why didn't Biden do a warp speed? Warp speed, a big a big chunk of what it means is the pharmaceutical companies, when they're experimenting with a drug and they're doing the clinical trials, right, they're not gonna manufacture millions of them at the risk of well what a sec wait a second, what if the FDA doesn't approve it? In other words, when they're doing the clinical trials, they already have a treatment in place, but it's not finalized yet and they're not guaranteed. So they can't they could lose they could lose billions of dollars if they manufacture it. So what Trump said is, listen, we're buying it. He reserved it. We're buying this off of you. Hopefully it works. Hopefully it gets approved. But either way, you're going to be guaranteed the money so you don't have to worry. So so Biden could have done a warp speed where he could have had them producing like millions and millions of monoclonal antibody treatments and of other therapeutics. And that could have prevented a lot of severe disease and a lot of death. But he did not do that because he's not Trump. And yet the media is ignoring. Nobody has made this point, which is an absolute Brilliant point, and it's one of many Biden COVID failures. He promised he would shut it down. I knew he wouldn't shut it down, but voters thought he would shut it down. Democrats were dumb enough to think that he, you know, he would shut it down, and and, and he's been a complete failure. All right. Meanwhile, Biden's approval numbers continue to plunge, to spiral out of control. Biden's approval numbers are in such a tailspin. I mean, this is so embarrassing, and and, and they're literally every time I say they're lower. They're actually lower. Like they can. And then I say, well, it, it's actually hard to do because you know presidential approval ratings almost don't get much lower than this. Well, Biden's accomplishing that which we thought could not be done. You know, I mean, like the, the, this is something the man is very successful at: is having abysmal polling numbers. Um, this is an IBD poll, and listen to this. Just listen to the drop. In The plunge in just one month, in literally one month from January to February, in in this same poll, you always got to look at the poll compared to itself because different polls have different trends. But the poll compared to itself doesn't lie. So IBD in January, Biden's approval numbers were 44%. It's down to 38%. And again, there are some approval, some polls that actually have Biden way down in the low 30s but going he went he dropped 6 points from 44 to 38%. That's hard to do in in just one month. That's a massive massive drop. And what's amazing is Democrat voters, one of the big issues Biden is having, this is something Trump never had. Even when when Trump's approval numbers were low, it was because of obviously Democrats and it was because of independents. Trump, you know, had a, had an issue with independents because they didn't like his tweets. There were many independents who thought that he was offensive and he was mean-spirited especially against his own people and he wasn't nice and he he didn't have enough sensitivity to minorities and, and you know whatever so uh whatever nonsense but 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 republicans trump always polled in like the low to mid to high 90s amongst republican voters even when his numbers dropped but here's the problem with biden is his democrats went from 74% to 66% in january in this poll democrat voters had a seventy-four percent approval rating of Biden, which is not great. It's not good at all. I doubt that Trump ever got anywhere near that with Republicans. But it went down from seventy-four to six percent, sixty-six percent. So only sixty-six percent of Democrat voters right now approve of Biden's job performance. What those sixty-six percent are thinking, I have absolutely no idea. I guess he isn't Trump. I guess all they care about is there's somebody there that's not Trump. I suspect that Democrats are going to – we may get to this a little bit later on – that they may invoke the 25th Amendment. They're going to figure out a way to shove Biden out of office here coming up. It's not going to happen before November. You have – I guess we'll just get to this now. Nearly 40 Republicans uh, in Congress have written a letter. They're urging Biden to take a cognitive test. I mean we all pretty much know uh, what what the cognitive – what the results are going to be of the cognitive test. Biden, every time he gets up at the podium – it's a cognitive test for him, and he fails the cognitive test. Like, we're all seeing it before our eyes. So we know how it's going to go. They want him to take a cognitive test. It's obviously not going to happen. However, however, um, I think after November, I think the Democrats may push it because it's not going to happen before November because, you know, obviously if he fails a cognitive test, that's not going to look very good for the Democrats coming into November. You say, well, it's Biden, but this is Congress. This is the Senate. It doesn't matter. The Democrats are already in very, very bad shape heading into the midterms and that would only make it worse by the way can i just say this let's say biden took a cognitive test don't you think they'd figure out a way to fake it i mean to rig it don't you figure out a way they'd fig- don't you think they'd figure out a way to m- to make him somehow pass i mean they managed to steal an election right or at least Commit massive election fraud. Even if you don't believe the election was stolen, they certainly committed massive fraud and got you know millions of votes that were were that were phony, that were fake. Wouldn't you think they'd be able to fake a, a, a cognitive test unless you actually maybe make him do it, like actually on live television with everybody watching, stream you know stream it, stream it online. All right. And, and by the way, if 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 by but I think Democrats themselves they're going to knock him out. I, and look, you're going to say, well, no, come on, would they really? Yes, they would. Yes, they would because. They want to put Kamala in charge and they want to figure out a way to solve it. Not that Kamala is going to be any better, but, you know, she almost almost couldn't possibly be any worse than Biden. Although if anybody could be worse than Biden, it's Kamala. Meanwhile, uh the, you know, the the Democrats right now, let's get to covid, are getting rid of mask mandates in multiple states. And there's a really interesting conflict happening because the CDC and Biden, And the Biden White House, they are still pro mandates. When we talk about like mask mandates, for example, Biden is still officially pro in favor of mask mandates, as is the CDC, but now you have all these blue states, including New Jersey, many other. Democrat states, six Democrat states, six blue states are actually dropping the mask mandate. And why are they doing that? Has the science changed? No. But you have this conflict. So like the White House is saying, you know, they're the only ones here who are still stuck in like the caveman era of like, let's keep mask mandates, even though we know that they don't work. And uh, CNN has told us they don't work. The CDC says that many masks don't work and they're still pro mask mandates. Go figure that one out. But these blue states are catching up. Now, why are they doing that? They actually say the science changed. You literally have Democrats who are saying, well, it's time. Even CNN, that Leanna Wendt, who she's the one who said that that cloth masks are as uh, are as effective as a facial decoration, meaning they're useless. And even she said, well, the science changed. The science has not changed. This is a lie. This is this is a massive lie that is being told by Democrats. The science has been the same for at least a year if not longer. In fact, COVID right now is worse, only in the sense that it's much more contagious. It's way, way more contagious. The cases are up. Democrats like to look at cases. COVID cases are up right now. So the science has not changed one bit. That is a complete lie. The science hasn't changed one iota in the last eight or 10 or 12 months. So why are the Democrats suddenly changing the policies, lifting the restrictions, lifting the mandates, Ending the lockdowns. Why are Democrats doing this? Very simple. Because the politics changed. As Ron DeSantis said, the, the 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 science has not changed. The politics has changed. It's as simple as that. Democrat voters right now are fed up. The the, the Democrats are desperate to win the midterms in November, or they're not going to win in the midterms in November. They're going to lose. They're going to lose badly. But right now we're headed toward a bloodbath. We're headed toward a massacre. So they're trying to avert a massacre, and they know that Democrat voters are sick and tired of all the rules. They know the rules don't make sense. They know the rules don't work. They know the science. So suddenly the Democrats are waking up and they're like, listen, we're gonna get we're gonna get pummeled here come November if we don't start getting with the program and following the Republican lead and actually following the science. Now they're following the science. But for the last year they have not followed the science and this is so important. So it's all about the politics, the the, the fact that they're now suddenly seeing the light and ending the mask mandates. Kids in school won't have to wear mask mandates, even the ones posing for pictures with Stacey Abrams. Maybe maybe she'll make them put on a mask just so she can feel superior to them. But um, so the, all, all these restrictions now are starting to, 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 to finally come to an end. Because the Democrats are waking up and they're like, guys, we're going to get slaughtered here. In November, what does this expose? This exposes that they never cared about the science. We have been telling you this for so long. They have the Johns Hopkins study that showed the lockdowns were completely ineffective and, in fact, did way more harm than good. The lockdowns did virtually nothing to prevent the loss of life, and yet the lockdowns were devastating financially. They were devastating to people's mental health. Where have the Democrats gotten up? Where did Fauci get up and say, you know what, I'm sorry, I really messed up badly? Uh, you know, I was predicting 400,000 deaths in the beginning, and I said that was going to be bad, and it's been more than twice that many, every single death under Fauci's watch. So these Democrats, they don't care about the science. It's never been about the science. They care about being in control. They care about the politics. And now this completely exposes the, the frauds that the Democrats are, and how once again, just like every other crisis, they have exploited COVID for their own political agenda. Now let me read you an op-ed in the Washington Examiner to this point. Here, quote Annoyingly the Biden administration, teachers union, and Democratic governors and mayors have continued until now to party like it's March twenty twenty. And let me just interject by party, this op-ed is saying, you know, to to, to keep in place all these COVID rules. Back to the op-ed, called Mayor Muriel Bowser of Washington, D.C., recently put a vaccine mandate in place for everyone older than 11 on top of an existing indoor mask mandate in New York City. Those mandates apply to everyone older than four. California has maintained its statewide mask mandate, while Los Angeles made its school mask mandate even more stringent, forcing the population for whom COVID is actually less dangerous than the flu to upgrade to medical-grade masks. But now something awfully funny is happening. Democrats representing the bluest parts of the country and their allies in the media have done one of the most stunning about faces in recent memory. All of a sudden, coronavirus mandates and restrictions that only heretics opposed 24 hours ago can be lifted just like that. Yes, COVID debts are at a point nearly as high as they were at their peak in January of 2021, but the governors of Deep Indigo, California and New York have all the same announced the imminent end of their onerous indoor mandate, mask mandates. The Biden administration is planting proof of a pivot toward a new normal in a Politico. The governors of Jersey and Delaware have gone even further, finally announcing an end to their mask mandates in schools. As the 20 Le, Leanna Wen of CNN claimed, the sea change has finally arrived because the science has changed. Nonsense. This is not about science. It's about Democrats looking at polls and panicking at their diminishing midterm prospects. As the 2021 elections demonstrated, the pandemic no longer registers as a top concern for voters, but the restrictions are starting to. Those who fear the virus have already gotten vaccinated and boosted uh those who don't have simply never cared with inflation at 7% and gas prices through the roof the average person has much bigger concerns about the economy but now the polling also proves that the public is no longer merely apathetic to the coronavirus regulatory regime they are fed up biden's handling of the coronavirus went from having went from having double digit approval Consistently is best issued to nearly 10 points underwater. Monmouth found 7 in 10 believe it's time to move on and learn to live with COVID. There's a 10 point drop in support for vaccine mandates since last September. No, the science has not changed. The vaccines have not gotten any more effective at preventing severe illness. If anything, Omicron has rendered them less effective, at least at preventing transmission. The only thing that has changed for Democrats is the tea leaves they are reading. End quote. So there's your op-ed from the Washington Examiner. Very well said. Meanwhile, a top biden at this—talk a, a top Biden health official, who was promoting the vaccines. It turns out he owned a huge stake in BioNTech, which is the company that makes the Pfizer vaccine. The Pfizer vaccine is made by Pfizer and BioNTech, and you literally have Biden's top scientist, the top White House scientist, who's busy promoting the vaccines, owned a huge stake while he was promoting the vaccines, while he was doing his job in the White House telling the country to get vaccinated. He owned a huge stake in the company that makes the Pfizer vaccine. I mean, talk about a conflict of interest. It's, it's completely outrageous. It's disgraceful. Eric Lander, Biden's top science advisor, top White House scientist, he recently resigned, but that's for, for a totally separate reason. This man ha- owned large quantities of stock in BioNTech, who makes the COVID vaccine? As he's promoting COVID vaccines, and he never bothered to disclose his stake in that company. It, it, it's 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 beyond. I mean, beyond f- f- comprehension. It's 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 unconscionable. Talk about a conflict of interest. He, his his shares were worth anywhere between half a million and a million dollars, according to Politico. On August fifth, Lander sold off his shares, which were priced at four hundred and four dollars a share, which had increased over fifty dollars from just two days prior. BioNTech developed the first authorized vaccine against COVID. So here you have this guy. And again, even if you're pro vaccine, even if you want to tell me that, you, you know, you personally believe in vaccines, but you can't have the man who's deciding policy for the White House and telling the country to get vaccinated with this massive, massive conflict of interest or earning, you know, owning half a million dollars or a million dollars worth of stock in the company. Talk about, I mean, there, this is so unethical. It, it, it like they should prosecute for something like this. It doesn't matter if you're pro-vaccine or not. You've got to recuse yourself. You cannot be like not disclosing that you own a big chunk of the company and you're the one promoting the vaccines is like such a no brainer. Of course, the media totally silent on this one. Um, all right. So as I said earlier, 40 Republicans have written this letter demanding that Biden, nearly 40 Republicans take a cognitive test. So, it's like, do you, it's pick your poison here, cause if, if Biden fails a cognitive test and they invoke, invoke the 25th amendment, I mean, you have Kamala Harris in charge, but, uh, it's not like Biden is in charge now anyway, and again, the, the bottom line is, it would be, I mean, how ugly would that be? I mean, how much of a disaster would it be for the Democrats, for the optics, for the White House, if Biden failed a cognitive test, but it would be, you know, pretty, pretty surprising if Biden could possibly pass a cognitive test. I, I mean, remember Biden, like, he can't answer a simple question straight. I mean, he's telling uh, Putin that he won't retaliate if Putin invades Ukraine. As long as it's a minor incursion, well, it depends what kind of invasion. But if it's a minor incursion, then, you know, hey, we'll just, you know, give Putin a slap on the wrist. And, and, and remember when Biden, remember when he was he, – you know, he gets his policies wrong. He doesn't know a thing about Afghanistan. It's like you call him a liar. It's hard to know if he's lying or if he's just clueless. And I don't know which is worse either way. But remember when they asked him, remember when his own government was negotiating, they wanted to do this settlement where they were going to give $450,000 to each family that was separated at the border. They were literally, they were going to give illegals $450,000 apiece. They were going to give illegals. They were really close. And then thankfully it got exposed, just like these crack pipes. So um so they canceled it. But they asked Biden about these negotiations where literally his own people were were planning and offering to give illegals four hundred and fifty thousand dollars apiece to settle a lawsuit. And Biden, he called it a lie. He said, no, that's a lie. He said it was made up. And he basically attacked the reporter, attacked the people who said it. And then it turns out they they, they announced a couple of days later and then, oh, actually, it was true. And Biden himself said, no, the story was true. And suddenly he embraced it. Suddenly he was, he supported the story. Then of course in the end, thankfully it didn't work out. Giving like almost half a million dollars to families of illegals. Have you ever heard of anything so insane in your life? But Biden, like he had no idea that it was going on. It's like going on right under his nose. And then when he does find out, he actually contradicts himself and he says that he actually thinks it's a good idea after, after pointing out how, when he thought that it was fake news, talking about how ridiculous an idea it was, which was correct at the time. All right. Meanwhile, speaking of kamala guess what they're doing with kamala kamala who's ever i mean she's never there's nothing that she touches that you know that doesn't literally become a complete failure everything everything kamala touches fails i mean the border COVID, like, I mean, she's the vice president. Her job is basically to sit there and take pictures all day, and she's and she's a success. And she can't even get that right. So now they're sending Kamala to Ukraine. You can't make this stuff up. They are sending, Joe Biden is sending Kamala to deal with the Ukraine mess between Putin and Russia and Ukraine because she's done such a terrific job, right? The border, you got COVID. Kamala was supposed to be in charge of COVID. She's never even gone to the border. She went near the border once. She doesn't go to the border she claims to deal with the root problems, and she doesn't even do that. The president of Guatemala says he's never heard from Kamala, or, or maybe once. I mean, so she's a total failure. So, hey, let's put her—well, what does she get? What's her reward for being such a complete failure? What 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 prize should we give Kamala? Well, we're going to send her to Ukraine, and now she can deal with that mess. So which what, the, what does that tell you? That tells me that they're planning the Biden people—because we know that Biden has no idea—but the Biden people, whoever's in charge there— They've decided that Ukraine's going to be a failure. Get ready. They decided that this Ukraine situation is not going to go very well. So let's hand it to Kamala. What do we do when we know something's impossible? We give it to Kamala. Let her get the blame. And how Kamala allows this to happen, her people, her her advisors clearly are just clueless because the border, the border is a total, It's it, it is a catastrophic situation at the border. Give it to Kamala. Kamala will get the blame. Somehow Biden... Manages to elude the blame on all these things. He doesn't really, but he sort of does, which is pathetic that Kamala is the one getting the blame and, and, and Biden, I'll give Kamala plenty of blame. She deserves tons of blame. But it doesn't absolve Biden, so then COVID, well, COVID, this is things out of control. Well, Kamala really was the one who's supposed to be handling COVID and now, and now Ukraine. So that's pretty frightening. Um, Kamala's press, deputy press secretary, um, Sabrina Singh said that quote, Harris is going to visit Ukraine to demonstrate our ironclad commitment to our NATO allies and underscore our commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Actually, what a dem- that, that, that's a quote from um, Deputy Press Secretary of Kamala that we're showing our commitment to NATO and showing our commitment to Ukraine's. In- no, you're not. You're, you're actually showing we don't care about Ukraine by sending Kamala. That's the only message that anybody who has any common sense could read into this. And. Um, Here's a quote. The White House frequently dispatches Harris to handle politically fraught issues, including her assignment to handle the root causes of the border crisis and to fight against Republican election integrity laws. Harris has failed to make any meaningful progress on either issue. That's Breitbart. Inflation. The inflation numbers are in and they're even worse than expected, which is like almost impossible to imagine. That's hard to do because the experts were projecting extremely high inflation. We know inflation is out of control and yet it was even higher then they projected. That's mind boggling. Consumer prices have exploded seven and a half percent. In the last year, inflation is it has increased by seven and a half percent, which is shocking. Those are stunning numbers. Um, and and uh, again, it was high a year ago. This is the worst inflation in 40 years. Worst inflation in 40 years. Americans cannot afford uh, loaves of bread. I mean, and Americans are furious and inflation is a disaster. Meanwhile, Biden has lifted sanctions on Iran. And this is so outrageous. This is how Biden rewards Iran. They have been defying us every step of the way. They've unveiled a new, very long-range, dangerous missile, by the way. We'll get to that in a moment. But by Iran, they have defied us every step of the way. They have been making a mockery of Biden. They, they, they have held nine rounds of talks. They've made zero progress. Meanwhile, the Iranians... They're, they're, they're getting closer and closer to a nuke. They, they're, they're admitting that. They're building the centrifuges. They are enriching uranium. They're already at like 60 or 70% purity. That's what they're admitting to, probably even higher. They need 90% to have nuclear weapons capabilities to build a nuclear bomb, so they're really incredibly close. They're weeks away from a nuke, and they're telling us this, and they're toying with Biden. They're not allowing UN inspectors to come into their... Uh, uh, facilities doesn't matter because let's say they allowed them in. What would they see? They would just see what we all know, which is that the Iranians are enriching uranium and building a bomb, and 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 have and have long-range missiles. So they and have the centrifuges. So they have every all the ingredients are in place, and they're even doing it. They're even they're developing a nuke as we speak and telling us. So like, how do we reward them? Well, we're going to lift sanctions. We're going to lift sanctions. So uh, let me give you the details here. The 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 the, the pretense is this is so like it's so infuriating it's despicable that the pretense is Biden is lifting sanctions because the Iranians are only using the, the the only using the uranium for nuclear to nuclear energy for peaceful purposes for nuclear energy peaceful purposes so this this bogus narrative which everybody knows is a lie the, the Iranians for years have been saying well our nuclear power plants it's just for nuclear energy we're, we're we're enriching uranium for peaceful purposes everyone knows it is like the lie of the century and um, and now Biden is saying, well, we're we're going to lift sanctions and ease sanctions on Iran. And they're trying to do this to throw Iran a bone because they're begging desperately for Iran to rejoin the nuclear deal Iran is refusing to. So here's what – so the Iranians, they're thumbing their nose at us, making a mockery of us and uh, getting close to a bomb. And we reward them. And we reward them. I mean this is like the polar opposite of, of Trump obviously who crushed Iran – but like they're breaching the nuclear deal, making fools of Biden. And like they make zero concessions. And and this is how instead of actually punishing them, and, and this is how this is their reward. So what they're going to be allowed is they're going to be allowed to get yellow cake from Russia. Yellow cake is basically uranium that's ready for enrichment. And again, they're saying, well, we're only using it for peaceful purposes. I mean, that's like, uh, you remember BLM riots? They're mostly peaceful, mostly peaceful. Well, Iran's nuclear program is mostly peaceful. Are you kidding me? Meanwhile uh, in addition the UK and Russia and China are going to be allowed to participate in Iran's nuclear program. I'm telling you I know this is beyond belief the media is ignoring this but literally uh, Biden is allowing Russia China and the UK to go into Iran and help them renovate their Fordo nuclear plant. You could google this check this out. The, the Biden is allowing Russia China the UK to help Iran renovate their Fordo nuclear plant. They're allowed to help Russia is going to help Iran China's going to help Iran rebuild their nuclear plant, one of their biggest nuclear pl- plants, the Fordo plant. But they're saying we're only using it for nuclear energy. It's like some sci-fi fiction novel. I mean, it's really, it's really insane. Meanwhile, Iran has developed and unveiled a new long-range missile, and uh, I'm sure it's nuclear-capable. They all are. By the way, that's, that's Obama, the bogus Obama nuclear deal among its many, many major flaws – is there's nothing in there preventing Iran from developing long range missiles they're allowed to develop long range ballistic missiles nuclear capable missiles where you can literally slap a nuclear warhead on them and uh and Obama's nuclear deal doesn't say a word about that to prevent that it's it's it really is despicable they can travel to Israel they could travel uh to 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 US bases as well like they can go uh i forgot hundreds of miles oh, here we go it, can, it has a range of 900 miles so it's absolutely terrifying. So basically Biden is saying, hey, please, Iran, come back to the table. We will lift sanctions because we're begging you to rejoin this terrible deal. And uh, you can just keep developing nukes and developing long-range missiles. And, and then Iran goes and they make this announcement that they have a missile that can do severe damage to the U.S., to U.S. bases, military bases and to Israel. And and like Biden's basically saying, well, pretty please, he's getting down his hands and knees. Pretty please, will you negotiate with us? I'll, I'll eliminate... More sanctions. And they're saying now, by the way, they're calling the missile the, the Khaibar Buster, which is a reference to a Jewish castle that was overrun by Muslim warriors in the early days of Islam. The Khaibar Buster or Khaibar Buster. The report says the missile has high accuracy and it can defeat missile shield systems. It can actually get past, um, systems that are supposed to block missiles, missile the missile shielding systems. So that's at least according to a report, I guess, in Iran state television. But again, you have to assume it. you have to err on the side of, of caution. Israel's closest point to Iran is 620 miles away.